Today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna, Lutrawita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning. For a feel-good start to another day. This is Triple M Breakfast. Triple M Breakfast. Welcome to the podcast. Yes. Well, it's it's been a weird one because this is the first time, Rhea, that you and I have done a show from separate places. Yeah, long distance. Long distance relationship that worked out okay. I'll tell you what, the show was big today. I didn't expect that I would be talking about Halloween as much as I did. <laughs> Do you have complaints that you've been talking about Halloween? Well, no, I just know that it fired Hobart up and you'll have to listen to the show to find out why. It's a bit of a divisive topic. Uh, we it also, is. we got your highway review, considering you're up in Lonnie. We heard about the WBBL last night and we also spoke with Maddie Brown from the Australian Diamonds Tubes. We did. She was fantastic. Previewing the test that is happening at My State Bank Arena tonight. Here's, Here's what you missed. What you missed. Here's what you missed. Here's what you missed. <laughs> Here's what you missed. Here's, Here's what you missed. Here's what you missed. We're live on the listener app right across Tassie and on FM 107.3 in Hobart. It's Triple M Breakfast for IGA, where the locals matter. Producer Rhea in with Tubes, who is broadcasting live from Launceston, Tubesy. I most certainly am. Been up here with the Hobart Hurricanes and we got a massive win here last night at University of Tasmania Stadium. Lizelle Lee went berserk, but all the details on that coming up a little bit later. Plus, Rhea, I managed to get inside the four walls (gasps) of the Hobart Hurricanes and did a little bit of roaming tubes. Nice, nice. Which is very, very cool. Managed to get in there and snuck in and spoke to most of the players. In fact, spoke to every single one of our imports, which was excellent fun. And it was a great game. Weather today, weird up here. Uh, Launceston is a, well, it's a weird place at the best of times, isn't it, Ree? Well, you know, it's a little bit of a hole. It's got a somewhat, (laughs) its own little weather system here. You know I've got a soft spot for Launceston. I lived there for 10 years. Don't be too mean. Yeah, I I know, but you're biased by it. It's definitely come a long way since Uh they got rid of the sanity and the brashes (laughs) and all of those places that what's new. They've still got a what's new here. Do we not have them in Hobart? I don't think so. There might be a what's new on the Eastern Shore. Maybe it should be what's old now. (laughs) Well, Hobart will tell us on 0488 88173. A massive show coming up, Rhea. A massive show. We, you're going to give us maybe a highway review. You've got a couple of funny little stories. Maybe an update on Ray's Lego situation, whether where things went with that. And yeah, we'll my parenting also, skills came into question, didn't they? They did. <laughs> a couple they did. Of weeks ago. And we'll also be chatting with um, Diamonds Australia, the netball. I know the netball that's happening here tonight at My State Bank Arena, which is really exciting. Massive international sport happening in, happening in Tasmania, which is just fantastic. I think we take that stuff for granted. We absolutely do. Tessa Randello from the Triple M Newsroom joins us live in the studio this morning. Morning, Tessa. Good morning. Good morning, Tessa. What's making news? So, Glenorchy is not going to make a submission for the AFL High Performance Centre. That's after Hobart said that they wouldn't be making... They didn't want to have the AFL High Performance Centre there. So, Glenorchy said that council staff recommended that they didn't proceed with it because of the cost and the difficulty for providing an alternative playing grounds for the four clubs that use um, KG5 Oval, which is where they would be. They also said they're kind of not at the top of the list anyway, so it doesn't 
it's not that big of a deal for them. I think this is. Uh, I think this is a done deal. I think this is happening at Bell Reeve at the old mm-hmm. golf course in Rosny. I think that that's why all of these counts are saying, well, if you don't want us to be your boyfriend, we're not going <laughs> to be your boyfriend. I think this is actually actually already signed off. I think they'll move a heck of a lot of dirt at the Rosny golf course, and I think that's where it'll go. And I think they've got the space there to do it. And it would have been excellent for the Glenorchy City Council if they could have moved mm-hmm. some of those teams from KG5 because we know KG5 is an enormous oval. They would have ended up engulfing the soccer club as well. Mm-hmm. That's a whole sport precinct. It would have been enormous yeah, for the Glenorchy it, Football Club. I don't understand why so many people are just sort of discounting it, so many councils, the Hobart City Council and Glenorchy, are just discounting it when, I mean, if it has been signed off on, there's that. But what if there's a chance? I think this is clear that the mm. Bell Reeve, uh, that the Clarence City Council and Bell Reeve, this is where it will happen. I, mm. I, I think this is a clear sign and they're getting on the front foot, some of these councils, to say, no, it's not going to work. We're trying to do the right thing by our community clubs, which is excellent and needs to be done. But to move the Glenorchy Football Club that has been there for over a century and the Glenorchy Soccer Clubs and there's other clubs as well that are involved there to move them to another another spot, which might have been Wilkinson's point. I don't know. I, I think they're getting on the front foot to say, no, no, we'll, we'll back in our, our community clubs. But let us know what you think, Hobart, 0488881073. Give us your opinion on what you think is happening with the High Performance Centre. I think this will revitalise wherever it goes. Mm-hmm. And I'm a little shocked that some of the councillors have come out and said no before a proposal's even been put to it. That's what I've find a little strange. Yeah, absolutely. Time for some good news, Tessa. Yeah, so the first massive ship of cruise season has kind of started rolling into Hobart, and I've got some numbers about just how great, I guess, cruise ship season is for Hobart. Um, From passengers spending alone, we make $55 million, $100 million for the overall economy, which is absolutely crazy. This year, we're expecting 287,000 passengers and 124,000 crew who are going to come over the cruise ship season, which is just great. It's a great industry for for Hobart. That's a lot of money. It is a lot of money and it is a massive influx of a huge number of people coming into directly into Hobart. So right down there Mm. on Macquarie Point, coming into the city, going out of the city too. I know a lot of those cruise ships come down and do trips down to the Huon Valley. I know they go down to Port Arthur and some people sort of think, oh, cruising's not great for the environment or cruising's just a naff way to get around (laughs) the world. Well, I've, I've done it. I've done it, Hobart, and it's a great way to see different spaces on a budget too. And it's great to see a Disney cruise in for the first time. I ever know. Too. How crazy was that? We might see Mickey Mouse running them out around <laughs> the mall. It's triple M breakfast. Now, Rhea, we've been celebrating at our house happy drop-offs. Now, people yeah. with children will understand that sometimes when you take your kids to school, they don't like it, or daycare, they don't like it, and they have really sad drop-offs, and it's hard. It's really hard. So over the last few weeks, we've been celebrating a happy drop-off where you come home, put a sticker on your little chart. Once you get to 20 stickers, you get a trip to the toy shop. We did that last week. Our four-year-old Ray managed to get 20 drop-offs in a row. So we took him to the toy shop. He bought some Lego. I had to convince him to not have the silly, noisy car that he wanted. But I said, have some Lego. We bought the Lego, managed to convince him of that. Once we got to swimming that afternoon, 
he wouldn't get in the pool. So I said to him, mate, you need to get in the pool. And this is after a long time of trying to convince him to just jump in the pool. All you got to do is sit on the step. Come on, mate, just hop in the water. You know you have a good time when you get there. He didn't do it. Mm -hmm. So you you had to stand by your word. Well, no, I strayed and I said, mate, if you don't get in the pool, I'm going to take that Lego off you. You won't get that Lego. Mm -hmm. And as soon as the words came out of my mouth, I knew that was a mistake. I had to take it off him. So I took it off him and he was absolutely devastated. Well, that was nearly 12 days ago now (laughs) that that happened. And on the weekend, on Saturday, Aaron took him to swimming. My partner Aaron mm-hmm. took our little boy Ray to swimming, and he got straight in. Oh, good boy, straight Ray! In. Did not even did not even flinch. Just straight into the pool and started swimming. As soon as he got out of the pool, uh-huh. he turns to Aaron and says, "Mummy, where's my Lego? I want oh, my workshop baby. Lego." <laughs> like straight away, the first thing. Of course, first thing he said. Kids have an amazing memory. Do I get my Lego now, Mummy, is what he said. So does he, Chips. I'm I'm at the cricket. Aaron sends me a message and says, Ray got straight in. He needs... He said... The first thing he says to me is, do I get my Lego now? You Mm -hmm. need to pick that Lego up. Because I actually took it back to the toy shop and got a (laughs) refund. So, it is half past six on a Saturday and Ray is at home expecting his Lego. So, I had to go to the 24-hour shop toy shop mm-hmm. most people would know that one it's <laughs> Newtown. and i walk into the 24-hour shop at newtown toy shop and i am searching everywhere for this lego this yeah. particular lego that he wanted it was a car lego where he could build his own little car mm-hmm. and i'm looking everywhere and it's nowhere to be found and i panic try finding on at quarter to seven on a Saturday afternoon, a staff member at the 24-hour toy shop. It is, <laughs> it is hard. So I go back, to the main, go back to the main gate, say, where's you've got Lego here. I know you've got Lego here. Tell me where the Lego is. The attendant rightfully directs me into the direction of the Lego. I was looking in the wrong spot. There's a whole Lego section of course there. And I managed to find it. So Ray has earned his reward. He managed. How does he remember that? Of course How he remembers he- it. But it, it was 12 days ago. I was hoping he was going to forget. No, kids have the longest memories. Yeah, he certainly does. Have I done the right thing, Hobart? 0488 Have I caved? I think I've done the right thing, though, Rhea. I think so, too. You're a good dad, Tubes. Well, no, I don't know about that. I've dug myself a massive hole taking that leg home. At least you've learnt your lesson. Back to the shop. Well, maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> I saw that... Mm-hmm. Every household in Tasmania that is connected to Aurora or mm-hmm. the Hydro, yeah, we're getting thirty bucks, oh. thirty bucks back on our power bills. Great. I don't want to. I don't want <laughs> to look a gift horse in the mouth. If someone came up to me and said, "Hey, tubes, here's thirty bucks," True. I'll take the thirty bucks. Of course, it's thirty bucks. Thirty bucks is thirty bucks. Yeah, we'll take the thirty bucks. But how much of an impact is that thirty bucks really going to have if we're being realistic? Our power prices went up around 20% in the last 12 months. Give me a spell. Yeah. Give me a break. It was like Don't... almost 250 on average per household over the last year, right? Yeah. So what they've done is they've said, hey, we're going to raise your power prices by 250 bucks a year, but at the end of the year we'll give you about 10% of that back. Give me a break. <laughs> give me a break. <laughs> 
it's all generated here. Yeah, I can't understand What are understand you doing it. to us? Why, why are we the ones paying extra? We're sending that stuff along to the Victorians, the New South Welsh, all of that stuff. Yeah. If we're supposed to be benefiting from sending it away and, and selling it to the mainland, shouldn't we be benefiting somehow in our power bills and not seeing them increase like this? Can't see how it's happening. It's a nice little taste. It's a nice little taste, 30 bucks back. But I worked it out. If there's 150,000 households in Tasmania, and I don't know what... If anyone can tell me how many households there are in Tasmania, that'd be wonderful. I could Google that, I'm sure. Send us a text, 0488881073. Yeah, but we like to get Hobart involved. 0488881073 is the text line. How many households are there? They're saying that's about 4.5 million. If it's if it's 150,000 households in Tasmania, 150,000 power using signers, yeah, <laughs> residential users, yeah, it's only 4.5 million dollars. They said they made what? What did Tesla say in the news? 70 million? Far more Come than on. that. Come on. Apparently, it's 104.5 million dollars in electricity price relief this year. To, sorry? That, that's How much? Say that again. $104.5 million in well, only, electricity price relief that Tasmanians will receive this year. Well, well. not much of that's going to residential households. What do you think about this, Hobart? Do you, I don't, if, if Tubes and I are mad, I feel like you probably will be too. <laughs> Give us a call, 13353, or send through a text on 0488881073. It's Triple M Breakfast. Let's get some tube spin on sport. Rhea, I spent the night in Launceston because last night it was at University of Tasmania Stadium for the Lizelle Lee show. She smashed 91 runs off 54 balls in a player of the match performance, set the Sydney Thunder a target of 175 to win, and they couldn't do it. The Hobart Hurricanes ended up winning by 24 runs. Our bowlers were sensational. Molly Strano, the best of the bowlers, with two for eight, uh, two for 14, rather. And it was just a, a, an outstanding start by our bowlers. Our fielding was pretty much on point. Our bowlers were really, really tight at the start of the game, and it caused the Sydney Thunder to fall over. We, they didn't get near it. The Hobart Hurricanes won by 24 runs. I caught up with Elise Villani after the game, as a part of roaming tubes. Elise Villani, the captain. Solid knock from you, chipping in with 40. You're happy with that? Yeah, happy with that. It was pretty difficult conditions early on. I think Lizzie started making it look pretty easy at the end, as, <laughs> as did Heather Graham. Yeah, ha- happy with that. The score on the board there, I think, was a really good total for this wicket. Really proud of the girls. And the momentum just kept going. So I think that was the most pleasing thing. Every time a new batter came in, it was just sort of the momentum kept going. And... Bowlers did a great job, but yeah, just a really good performance from us, all-round performance. When Liz L. Lee starts seeing them like that, you know, you watch out in the stand. I call Lizzie the power and I'm the brains because I personally tell Lizzie each way, um, each over, which way the wind is going. I just like to remind her and I like to ask her where she's actually trying to get her slog sweep and stuff like that just to make sure she's really switched on because sometimes she's just focused but she knows that she needs to be super focused and then uh, they're her words and then she can put performances like that together where she can just absolutely take a game away from an opposition single-handedly. She's a bit of a drifter, is she? 
I think she just sometimes forgets to think out there a little bit. <laughs> but we love her for it. We love her for it. You should ask her about it. I don't think I can do it. No, I'm a little intimidated by Lizelle Lee. <laughs> that win means a lot for the Hobart Hurricanes. Absolutely. The first couple of games, you could tell that we weren't quite clicking as a group. And I think the last couple of games, you can see that we're just starting to mesh really well, which is a really nice feeling to have. We've got lots of options with the ball. We've got some firepower with the bat. And yeah, I just thought today it was a really good win. We've always got stuff that we can improve on. Um, and we're always going to be striving to get better. But just really happy with how far the group has come in just a few games. And what does it mean for you leading into Thursday against the Melbourne Stars? At the moment, we're doing a lot of things right, so we just got to keep reflecting on that. It's really important to review the game and, and work out the areas that we can keep improving, but also acknowledge the areas that we're doing well and keep making sure that we keep that as a bit of a strength of ours and, yeah, really understand when we are playing well what that looks like and we want to take that into every game. So I think we've got another great opportunity on Thursday to play the brand that we want to play, and if we can keep building that each game, then I'm pretty happy captain. Nicola Carey, a handy in too from injury, back from the quad. Must be nice to be able to just throw her the ball. Absolutely. Very handy. And I actually think it was a bit of a fake injury now. Um, she's had a remarkable recovery. So hats off to our thought her first three overs in particular, the lengths that she bowled, you know, from a tricky end as well where the batters were hitting with the wind. I think, yeah, her and Shabs and Bry early on really shut the game down and allowed us to get a fair way ahead of it early on. It's the first time we've seen Bryony Smith bowl a few overs like that opening too must be nice to be able to just go here you go bro <laughs> well i was lucky that I, I played with her in the hundred two years ago and, and saw what she can do with the ball and i just think she bowls a really nasty length for the batters so she's got the ability to come in and um yeah hit that hard length and really challenge the batters and she's really cagey and, and, and quite clever with how she goes about things so she's tactically really smart and yeah she's just a really handy addition to have where are the room for improvement areas after today's game you win by 24 runs that's a pretty solid effort but there's always room for improvement as far as Elise Villani is concerned look our fielding probably I think we've gotten better in the field but there's still room for improvement there we're creating some really good opportunities at the ball and I think it's really important that when we don't get such a good total on the board that we really take those opportunities and make sure we back up our bowlers in the field and just every now and then just miss executing a little bit from a, a line and length point of view but overall very happy with the performance and yeah some people had an outstanding game today particularly Lazelli. Always good to chat to you so wise and <laughs> calm I love it. <laughs> Thanks Tubes. For more Tubes Fit on Sport and that full roaming Tubes edition it'll be up on the listener app today search Spotlight on Tasmania it's an extended chat you caught up with all our imports check it out on listener L-I-S-T-N-R it's producer Rhea in with Tubes and we're going to get one of Tubes's classic highway updates. Yeah, Rhea, I decided I was going to take the Midland Highway after my last escapade where I went out to Tombs Lake and got lost. This mm -hmm. time, straight up the Midlands coming to Launceston for the trip for the Hobart Hurricanes. And I got to around Oatlands and I started to become a little frustrated because I don't feel like our Midland Highway is getting any better. So I got to Campbelltown after that, after going through the Oatlands section of roadworks there from basically all the way around Oatlands. And then I hit it again at Ross. Mm -hmm. So just at Summercoats where the um, cherry farm is on the highway there, most people will know that. And I decided, you know what? I'm getting to Campbelltown. I know there's more roadworks at Canara Junction 
I'm going to avoid that and I'm going to take this back road through Cressy and Longford to okay. avoid the roadworks because it's a little bit of a detour. It's not that many more kilometres, but it is a bit of a detour. I'm not going to – that's it. I'm done. Well, that was the and excuse And you're familiar with it. <laughs> yeah, that's the excuse I mm -hmm. used that I was avoiding the, the roadworks, the actual reason – that I decided to go oh, through Cressy. Oh, I know where you're going. Was because of the rustic bakehouse mm -hmm. and a certain variety of pie called the chunky beef jalapeno and cheese pie. Oh. So I luckily was able to stop off there and get luckily. myself a nice pie <laughs> <laughs> and avoid the roadworks. Everything's coming up Tuesday. <laughs> it's triple M breakfast. It's all sport happening in Hobart tonight. To run us through exactly what is happening is one of Australia's greatest netballers. She represented Australia 61 times, and she's an absolute superstar. She's here as part of the Origin Diamonds Test Series against the Spa Proteas from South Africa. We've seen one match here played on Sunday where the Diamonds had a big win over the Proteas, but Maddie Brown is here to preview all things netball tonight. Good morning. Maddie. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. It's so good to have you here. Tell us about why this is such a big series. Well, I mean, the, obviously on Sunday it was the first time we've ever had a test match in Hobart. We've obviously, the Origin Diamonds have played in Launceston before, but history making on Sunday. Um, it's the part of a three-game series and the final time, obviously, to witness the number one uh, team in the world, which are the Australian Diamonds against number five, the Spa Proteas, is happening tonight at My State Bank Arena. So last time for 2023, so you want to get your tickets in because it's nearly sold out. Yeah, absolutely. And the vibe was so good there on Sunday. Tell us what it was like at My State Bank Arena on Sunday. Well, I've heard the Jack Jumpers can get a bit of a crowd, but we challenged our crew to go, come on, can you get a bit louder? The music was pumping. Um, the game obviously ebbed and flowed at times, but no, it was so good. The atmosphere was great. And I obviously played the, the Collingwood franchise when we had a connection with the Tasmanian government and came down here quite a few times. And Everyone in Tassie just loves their sport, so it doesn't matter what the, what's happening, they just get involved. So it was awesome to obviously be at that arena and, and feel the atmosphere and just feel the love for obviously the sport of netball as well. Yeah, absolutely. And to have international sport right here on our doorstep in Tasmania is so important. I think we're doing it really well. We know in January we've got the women's international tennis coming down. And to have netball of the world standard that we have right here at My State Bank Arena is absolutely unbelievable. Where can people get tickets, Maddie? Well, they can go to Ticket Tech, um, obviously, or even just go to the Aussie Diamonds on Instagram. There's a link there. You can click on it. You can get all the information you need. But as I said, it's the last time this team will be in action for 2023. It's been not only a huge 12 months, but a whole, um, a huge two years, really. You know, we've won Commonwealth Games. We've won some Quad Series, Consolation Cups, which are against New Zealand. And obviously, the Netball World Cup was in Cape Town this year. Um, so, world number one, as I said, you've got to get out. It, the TV just doesn't do netball justice at times. And they say it's a non-contact sport, but it's, it's controlled contact at the best of times. So, you've Mate, got to see these it's... athletes out there. It's actually brutal. <laughs> it is, and my, my knees can attest to that because that's why I retired. Three, three ACLs, and I was like, no, that's it, I'm done. <laughs> well, definitely get along to My State Bank Arena. The Origin Diamonds take on the Spa Proteas tonight in the final of that test series. 
which is going to be massive. Hopefully the Diamonds are going to win, Maddie. What are we expecting? Are we changes maybe amongst the lineup, or is it going to be pretty steady? Well, we've, we've seen, um, obviously, the coach, Stacey Marinkovic, play around with their starting seven and usually give them about a half of netball and then change things up. I mean, of course, you know, Australia's won two out of the last, um, obviously, two games, so they've, they've sealed up the series. But I think we'll just see some different combinations. In these types of test matches, it's great for us to see the future. I mean, we've just finished in netball what is it like a four-year cycle we have the two major tournaments we have two years off and then we go again so it's a chance to kind of unearth and blood some of that new talent give them exposure to international netball it's really different to our Suncorp Super Netball League which we do have a lot of international flavor in but at the same time it's obviously you know just great to be able to see that intensity that they play at um and as I said give some of these youngsters a bit of a go so I think she'll keep tinkering um but I expect also the Spa Proteas which some people might not know is also coached by a former uh, Australian or Diamonds coach, Norma Plummer. So she does not lose like losing at all, let alone to obviously the country she used to coach. So <laughs> she'll be trying to bring out some big guns, I think, tonight as well. Absolutely. And you can play netball at netball.com.au for all the details. Head along there and definitely get some tickets to My State Bank Arena. International netball happening right on our doorstep, Hobart. Maddie Brown, thank you so much for joining us on Triple M. Thanks for having me, Tubes. It's Halloween today, Chips. Yeah, not interested, thanks. Oh. Um, just okay. another Americanised, commercialised, silly... Another day to have fun for no reason, right? Absolutely not. No. It's, Isabel um, from our Fun and Games department is dressed up as a pirate. Good on her. Any occasion she... to see people dressed up in a fun no. costume I think is great. No, thank you. Not for me. Yeah, Dress-up parties are fun. But, again, this is all on the spooky side of things. Not interested. But you like dress-ups. It doesn't have to be scary. It can just be fun. You like dress-ups and you like lollies and chocolates. So I can't. I feel like this would be the, the peak holiday for you. Yeah. yeah. It's not. No. No? I, I, got, a message, I got a message from Erin, mm. my partner, yesterday. Just some information for tomorrow night because Tuesdays are my night where I'll cook dinner for the kids, pick yes. them up from school, do all the things while Erin works late. And that's fine. It's great. But it says here, the kids would like to go up to Claude's house for 5.30. They'll be back from swimming with a quick trick-or-treat in the street. They'll be able to tell you which houses, empty out the lollies in fridge, go into the back cauldron and take them up too. The back cauldron? You've got a front cauldron? It, the black cauldron. Oh. I'm not sure that we've got any other coloured cauldrons, to be honest. <laughs> Ghost costumes. Molly might want to be a witch. Oh, look, it's just more work. It's just more work for what? It's good. It's something fun. So I can then juice the kids up on chocolates and try and get them into the bath at 7.30? Give yes. Break. Yes, absolutely. What do nah. you think, Hobart? Are you a fan of, <laughs> of Halloween? <laughs> Give us a call, one triple three five three. Is Tubes wrong? Is he just a party pooper and Halloween is actually fine? Or are you with him and it's just an American holiday that's a waste of time? But we didn't used to celebrate. Like, here in Tasmania in particular, we didn't used to celebrate. It wasn't a thing that we did when I was growing up. It wasn't. I'm sure it wasn't a thing that you did when you were growing up even. I did it once in uh, Berrydale in my friend's street. Their street was prepared and they would put out flyers and people would say that they wanted to be involved. And it was great fun. What year was this, Rhea? 2003? Yeah, so pre, pre-
pre two thousand, we didn't do it, and even I reckon it's been a big thing in in Tasmania for, in and I say big thing, it's not that big, for maybe six years. What? It's just it's it's just it's something that we didn't do, and now we've become so like America. Do you know that, that we have sometimes to celebrate Halloween? Things can change for the better. I don't think this is one of those reasons. <laughs> I think, give me a second birthday instead. <laughs> instead. <laughs> that everyone can enjoy this. Only you would enjoy a second birthday. No, I'm saying give everyone a second birthday on a particular on. date. And if your birthday is on that date, then you get double birthday presents. <laughs> uh, look, I'm just spitballing here. There's no bad ideas, Ray. <laughs> there are some bad ideas, Tubes. <laughs> it's Triple M Breakfast. It's Halloween today, Tubes, but you're not a fan. No, not a fan, and it seems like I've ruffled a few feathers out there. You've We've got ruffled Tim mine. From, well, yes, yours. <laughs> We've got Tim from Acton who's text in. I wasn't a fan because it was just another reason for my kids to eat junk, but now, especially after COVID, I'm all for anything that brings community together. That's from Tim in Acton on 04881881073. Well... Tim in Acton. I still think we had the things pre-COVID that brought communities together. Maybe we need to get out and do all of that. Get get back involved in communities. Go and volunteer at a community club, a sporting event, whatever. You can still do that stuff with your kids. Rhea. Or go trick-or-treating and get dressed up and celebrate Halloween. Why not? Well, look, Brendan in Berridale has given us a call on one triple three five three. Good morning, Brendan. Yeah, let me tell you why not. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Brendan. Start with, we're, we're, we're Australia. We're a southern country, halfway around the world from where this goes on. We we came out here uh, from, from halfway around the world, some, and, and created as, as, you know, a new diversity, but to bring in and commercialise something like that is absolutely disgusting. But who's it hurting? If it was a bit of fun, I could understand, but it is a big commercial business behind the scenes. Why do we Why do we entertain the idea of a big commercial business behind the scenes changing what we have here? I, and I, what, I like what it. about when you've got Independence Day, which we know about, and we even know it's the 4th of July. We shouldn't even know that. It's got nothing to do with here. <laughs> what, happened, what happened on the Australian Day where the... the Bunyip came out of the billabong and fought Andy for the jumbuck. <laughs> Good on you, Brendan in Berriedale. Love it when you call in. He's a trendsetter, that Brendan, I'll tell you what. And he's, he's right. We've got a text here from Ingrid in Battery Point. Halloween. We never knew about it in the 70s. And even today, I have no idea what it represents and don't care. Why should we get with the American traditions that end up commercial and costing dollars? My opinion only and probably won't be liked. Thanks, Ingrid from Battery Point. And Frank from Old Beach has texted in as well on 0488881073. Good chance to get rid of all the crap. I don't know what he means. <laughs> <laughs> what, the, the treats? The, the chocolate? I guess. I guess never has cho- any chocolate left over. Tessa Randello <laughs> from the Triple M Newsroom has sent me a couple of stats tubes. Apparently, yes. 5 million Australians are expected to take part in Halloween today and generating nearly half a billion dollars for the Australian economy. More than 3.5 million Aussies are estimated to be celebrating this year and are tipped to spend more than $490 million on costumes, decorations and sweets. Yeah, that's fine. Let's start our own traditions. 
Let's have Harvest Day where we go out and we spend heaps of money on local fresh fruit and veggies and help the farmers. Let's do something different. Let's not jump on board and spend money on Mars bars and crap for our kids. Let's get them healthy. <laughs> all right. All right. 0488881073 is the text line if you agree with me. That's the way you do it. It's the ultimate state showdown. Tassie Trivia. For creative homes, $50,000 first homes builders boost. Every single day we give away $100 cold hard cash to spend however you want. And we've got two contestants playing Tassie Trivia on one triple three five three. Good morning to Gail in Acton. Good morning. What's happening today, Gail? Oh, not a lot. Just some gardening later. Nice. Oh, yes. What's your favourite plant that you have, Gail? Oh, well, it's usually in the vegetable garden. Mm. Oh, yes. Excellent. There's nothing like a fresh tomato. Are you planting at the moment, ready for a harvest later in the summer? You certainly am. Got the tomatoes in yet, or are you doing that this weekend? Oh, yeah, they're in, but they're in a sheltered spot, so. Okay, okay. that's good. That's good. All right, Gail, can you test your buzzer, please? Gail. Beautiful. You'll be taking on Shane from Newtown. Good morning, Shane. Good morning. How are you going? Are you a bit of a gardener, are you, Shane? No, not at all. I'm I'm um, got a housing inspection this morning, so I'm cleaning. <laughs> oh, you're on, on the tools today, Shane. Yeah, on the vacuum, yeah. There's nothing right. like a house inspection to make you get your house clean, is there? <laughs> no. <laughs> Good on you, Shane. Can you test your buzzer, please? Shane. Beautiful. We've got three questions, Gail and Shane. Two correct answers will get you $100 cash thanks to Creative's 50,000 First Homes Builders Boost on now by Creative Homes. Question number one. Who are the Australian Diamonds playing netball against tonight at My State Bank Arena? Is it A, the Spa Proteas, or B, the New Zealand Silver Ferns? Gail. Gail, just. A. Correct, Gail. You are halfway to 100 bucks. Well done. Question number two. What Tassie venue is Diesel playing this Saturday? Is it A, the Queenstown Paragon Theatre or B, the Franklin Palais Theatre? Gail. Gail. A. Incorrect, Gail. Bad uh, luck. Um, Do you want to have a guess, Shane? Yeah, the Franklin Palais Theatre. That is correct. We are on for a tiebreaker, and it is Launceston-themed, seeing as I am broadcasting from Launceston because I've been up here with the Hobart Hurricanes. Question number three for 100 bucks cash. What is the length of the Launceston Gorge chairlift? Is it A, 457 metres, or B, 574 metres? Gale. Gale. B. Gail, unfortunately, that's incorrect. Shane, uh, would you like to have a guess? 457. That is correct, Shane. Somehow you've fallen backwards first into 100 bucks, and you'd be surprised how often that happens, Gail. Bad luck, Gail. Thank you very much. Good luck with the garden this afternoon. Shane, you've got an option here. You can walk away with $100 cash, or you can come back tomorrow, risk it for 200 Well, I think I lucked that in, so I think I'm going to take the money. That is a smart, smart <laughs> option, lucky. Shane. Yeah. <laughs> Shane's won a hundred bucks thanks to Creative's fifty thousand dollars first home builders boost on now by Creative Homes. How are you going to spend it, Shane? 
Um, well, I'll treat myself after doing this cleaning and passing inspection. Oh, I love it, Shane. Treat yourself is the way to do it. We do it every single day here on Triple M Breakfast. Tazzy Trivia will be back at around 8.30 tomorrow. It's Triple M Breakfast. Text chat. Love it when you text on 0488881073. You can text about anything. It seems like, Rhea, I might have got a few people who are against me, a few mm-hmm. people who are with me with regards to my opinions on Halloween. I yep. think it's a waste of time. I think if we're going to do something that's fun, let's do it as a nation and let's define our own thing. Let's celebrate something different. I don't mind dressing up. Love a dress-up party. But the fact that we've jumped on Halloween... I feel like it's commercialised and American and I'm being put put straight a little, I suppose. <laughs> I'm not with you on this. I think um, Halloween's fine. That's fine. Yep, that's good. That's all up to you. Stephen Newtown <laughs> says, Morning, I'm with Tubes on this. My daughter is 10 and yes, the dressing up is fun. Eating chocolate is fun. Something we can actually do every day. It's not a celebration for us. It's also a school night. Have a rip a day. Good on you, Steve, in Newtown. Uh, just want to give a shout-out to my mate, Duggo, who really enjoys, gets in, gets into his Halloween dresses right up for it and loves this time of year from Ash in Claremont. We got a text. You can text your photos in, of course, 488 Halloween has its roots in the ancient Celtic festival called Shawin a pagan religious celebration to welcome the harvest at the end of summer when people would light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off ghosts. Hey, is that not what I suggested? Let's celebrate the harvest here in Tasmania and do something different. I'm not too worried about the ghosts and whatever. So what I think you're saying, Tubes, is that you would prefer to eat vegetables, fresh produce, over chocolate lollies. Fresh, yes. Yes. All right, Uh, all right. Let's. I'm talking. Thinking about my kids here. <laughs> Tubes. Halloween is a Celtic celebration taken over to America. Celebrate any day. It's a bit of fun. That exactly. comes from Tubes. Tubes' mum. <laughs> Thanks, Colleen. Mum. I think you're a party pooper, Tubes. I think that any occasion that we can do something a little bit different, something a bit fun, you don't have to. You know, you don't have to go out and pay money for your costumes. You can make something at home. You don't need to really spend money on this, and you can make treats at home. You don't have to be buying lollies. Julianne in Blackman Space says Halloween is definitely American. We spent the entire year telling our children not to speak to strangers and not to take candy from strangers. Yet. One day of the year, we suddenly tell them it's okay to go and knock mm. on some random door and ask them for candy. How ridiculous. That's true. Well, Julianne, the only problem I've got there is that you've started calling lollies candy. <laughs> That's American, <laughs> Julianne. And Tim from Acton, who texted in a little bit earlier that says he's happy with Halloween. It gets the kids out of the house and he thinks after COVID he's all for anything that brings community together and I said well we can still have those things that bring our community together pre-COVID. He says when we were kids we used to go outside and play with the neighbours every day after school. School. Kids don't do that anymore. Now we don't even know our neighbours these days. Yeah this is a great way to bring us together. Tim go and knock on your neighbour's door and introduce yourself Tim. That's my advice. If you think it's a good idea. Tiger Damo says, Hi, Tubes, I'm with you, mate. Halloween's commercialised crap. Australia don't become America. Cheers, Tiger Damo. And Julianne is <laughs> quickly texts back in. Thank you, Julianne from Blackman's Bay, who says, I called it candy specifically for that reason, Tubes. Mm-hmm. I like what you've done there. You can text any time, 0488 
it seems like Hobart agrees with me on 0488881073 because it's American, says Julianne Mm -hmm. in Black Ones Bay. But then she says, love you guys. Have a great day. You too, Julianne. Yeah, we love you back. From Black Ones Bay. Uh, Ditto to everything, says Linda in Gilston's Bay, especially the candy. That is crazy stuff. Well done. <laughs> and Nicole te- has texted in and says, what does tubes like most, cats, plovers or Halloween? Well, I'll put them in order of things that I like the least. Can I guess? Cats. I reckon, yep. I reckon cats are the worst, which you've obviously just confirmed. Cats are the worst, then plovers, then Halloween. I don't think you hate Halloween more than plovers. Absolutely not. And I tell you what, plovers are slowly overtaking cats. They are a shocking So they should. Have a good day. Have a good Halloween, Hobart. Stay safe if you are trick-or-treating and don't let tubes talk you out of it if you were already planning to. Trick-or-treat yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Yes, it was a good show and I'm happy that Hobart agrees with me that Halloween is crap. I don't agree with you. You don't agree with me for the reasons of you like a dress-up party. I That's do, and it. so do you. You like a dress-up party. You like Correct. a sweet treat. I can't. I I would think that Halloween would be a a perfect tubes holiday. I just feel like we've just jumped on this in the last fifteen years, and we probably should have just created our whole new thing for ourselves you that care, we could own. You care more about being an individual. I think Australia is a unique and beautiful country and Tasmania, why don't we create our own holiday? What would it be, Hobart? 0488881073. Let's ask them tomorrow. Yeah? Yeah, all right, all right. Give us a call tomorrow from 6 Hobart, one triple three five three, or send us through a text anytime between now and then, 0488881073. We'll catch you from 6am. Have a great day. Treat yourself. Weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the Listener app. It's Triple M.